A man had sex with over 400 tractors. A woman is fighting to keep her fart license plate. And a large, venomous, invasive spider is spreading across the U.S. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. Let's get right to it. I got some strange stories from around the country, maybe even the world. <laughs> Loads of fun. A man had sex with over 400 tractors because men are disgusting. Over 400 tractors? A woman would have married one tractor. This guy's all about the tractor sex. Let's get some more information because I'm not even sure how you have sex with a tractor. Ralph Bishop is age 53. Ralph was found by the police with his trousers around his ankles, interfering with a tractor parked in a field in Suffolk County. Interfering with a tractor. That's a very... That's a very safe way to describe what he was really doing. Dry humping a piece of construction machinery. (laughs) Interfering with the tractor. (laughs) Because the tractor was trying to get some work done, but here's Ralph on top of it. Just trying to get get up on that backhoe. You know what I mean? Getting his backhoe game on. Ralph was arrested on suspicion of outraging public decency. And he admitted to having had sex with around 450 tractors all over the Suffolk countryside. Oh, my goodness. He's violated so many tractors in the Suffolk countryside. Well, I guess that's better than violating all the sheep. Yeah, He could be out in the countryside screwing all your sheep, guys. But instead, he's going after the tractors. I mean, that's not so bad. I mean, unless you own one of these tractors, quite shocking to walk out to your field and see a man with his trousers down on top of your tractor making sweet, sweet love. Or maybe you showed up after the deed was already done and found some bodily fluids on your steering wheel or on the on the scooper, or I don't know where you screw a, <laughs> a construction vehicle. <laughs> to be honest, it looks like it hurts to have sex with a vehicle like that. Really, they're, they're very hard. It's definitely going to be some chafing going on if you're lucky. Or you might fall off, break your leg. Imagine falling off something and breaking your leg while trying to make love to it. I mean, one of these tractors, you could easily do that. They're big. They're big vehicles. Now, the escapades go on and on because the officers, they searched his home. At Ralph's house, they found a collection of more than 5,000 tractor images on his laptop. This guy's just peddling tractor porn on the web. (laughs) Or buying it. I don't know. I didn't know tractor images were worth all that much. Um, yeah, I guess there's some tractor images. They're, they got some lingerie draped over their roof, or <laughs> over the tires. Ooh, <laughs> this is outrageous. Is this real? I can't believe it. The photos that were found on Bishop's computer show that he has a special desire for John Deere and Massey Ferguson tractors. <laughs> Particularly the green ones turn him on. <laughs> this is sick, man. We have a quote from a police insider. I don't know what the hell that is. Just someone who just hangs out inside the police station and listens for rumors. The police insider says, Well, the police say that we couldn't believe it when we found him in the field. He was wearing a white t-shirt, Wellington boots, and very little else. He was clearly in a state of high excitement at the rear of this machine. Thankfully, nobody else was around, especially the children. But this field, I'll tell you, is very close to a village primary school, so we had to arrest him and educate him about the error of his ways. 
Ralph told us that he was particularly into axle grease. Yes, that's right, axle grease. And the presence of axle grease around the back of a tractor was all too much for him. He can't handle it. He gets very aroused from the axle grease in the rear. Uh, Ralph is banned from the countryside currently, and he's forbidden to go within one mile of any farm. All right? So he has to live and remain in the middle of Ipswich in order to comply with this. Uh, we're forcing him to be put on the sex offenders register as well and uh, to get psychological help. However, we're also watching him very closely because we are worried about the safety of several street cleaning machines as well. (laughs) Street cleaning machines. (laughs) Yeah, you better keep him away from the bird scooters as well. This guy will grab five bird scooters, drag him to his garage for a bird scooter orgy, I'd imagine. He's very attracted to vehicles. (laughs) Very odd. We have a quote from Lorraine Fisher, who lives in the town, or the hamlet, as they seem to be called over there in the UK. Here's Lorraine in the hamlet. Well, I hope they keep this man away from the town's gardens. If he takes a fancy to a lawnmower, he might find he loses more than just his liberty. A North Carolina woman is fighting to keep her fart license plate. Asheville, North Carolina. Fart. F-A-R-T. That's the license plate one North Carolina woman paid extra money to have on the back of her vehicle. She likes the fart license plate. We all enjoy the fart license plate. It makes us giggle on the roads. Carly Cindy is her name. She said that the DMV approved her personalized fart license back in October. It's the license plate. says fart. You guys know how this works? It's called a, a what are the name? A vanity plate? And you pay a little extra money, you can have words on your license plate. Words that make us laugh or smile or make you make you feel good. Now, they, of course, don't allow all words on a vanity plate. You can't have go F yourself on a vanity plate. But fart is pretty you know, innocent, you would think. She was approved, this Carly, for the fart license plate in October. She was surprised but excited when she received the plate in the mail. Said fart, just like she wanted. She put it on the back of her truck. She went on her merry way, driving around town with fart on the back of her pickup. Everybody loved it, I'm sure, in Asheville. Oh, there she goes, Carly, with the fart license plate. Carly, how'd you get that? They approved that? I can't believe it. I tried to get, uh, I tried to get hump me, but they wouldn't approve that. And, uh, a friend of mine tried to get, put it in the backside, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't allow us with that as well. We were like, backside, that means the back of the pickup. Come on, what do you think it means? But they wouldn't approve it. Okay, now cut to February 25th. About a couple weeks ago, Carly received a letter in the mail from the DMV. The letter stated that the DMV had received some complaints about her fart license plate. Who's complaining about her fart license plate in the town? Unbelievable. Bunch of Karens, probably. These damn Karens. No fun police, really. The DMV asked Carly to respond, explaining what the plate meant to her and why it was important. (laughs) Oh, she she had to defend the plate. The plate means a lot to me. Farts mean a lot to me. I've, I'm very into farts. I fart every day, as a matter of fact. I do. I do. I fart. So, well, sometimes I'm farting at night. I'm sleeping. I don't even know. I'm farting a lot, is what I'm trying to say. They mean, they mean a big deal to me. They're part of my life, always have been. Part of my physiologically, physiological makeup, really. <laughs> I'm screwing this up. I love how they wanted to <laughs> defend it. <laughs> what does fart mean to you? Are you okay, DMV? Fart is a word that makes us all smile. That's all you need to say. 
Well, Cindy and some of her friends online put their heads together and they came up with an attempt to save the fart. They decided to tell the DMV that the fart was an acronym for a made-up group called Friends of Asheville Recreational Trails. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's so brilliant. Yeah, say it's an acronym. It's the Friends of Asheville Recreational Trails. Sure. They completely made this up. That's that's amazing. Um, but actually, the group now exists, it says. She had 15 people show up at the group's first meeting. So they actually created the group so she can have the license plate? Oh, please tell me she gets to keep the license plate. Let's keep reading. The group has a mailing list, a website, promotional stickers. Oh, save the fart. This is great. Good, I love because institutions are so no fun. So when you can fool an institution somehow, I love that. I'm all for fooling institutions. Institutions are run by dummies. Have you noticed? They think they know what's good for the rest of us. They don't because they're dumb. Supremely dumb. I also blame this on the Karens in the neighborhood, though. This is a bunch of no fun police in this area. Shame on you. You got how much time do you have on your hands that you call the DMV? I saw a license plate that was very offensive. It said fart, you know, it said fart, and I was very offended by that. Super offensive. Call the DMV. Are you okay? This is the kind of shit that offends you with all that's going on in the world. The New York Times on the cover was a dead Ukrainian family yesterday. Oh, but you're offended by the fart plate, are you? Are you okay? These people are completely unaware. It's called failure of perspective. As for the license plate, it's yet to be seen if the DMV will allow Carly to keep using fart. Oh, come on, DMV. Oh, guys, let's write to the DMV in Asheville. Or we should all call them. Let's just all call them and just fart into the phone. That'd be pretty cool. It says there are more than 9,000 personalized vanity plates already banned in North Carolina. That's a lot. 9,000 banned? I didn't even know there was 9,000 offensive words. Oh, man, there's so many offensive words now that 9,000 can be banned. Oh, my goodness. The list of offensive words is growing by the thousands every year. I can't keep up. I don't even know. I'm probably saying all sorts of offensive words right now. I have no clue. Are you guys offended by the, the use of the word fart in my, in my segment? Is that what's going on? Oh, man. I'm going to get canceled. I'm going to get canceled and kicked out of the closet. <laughs> I just wanted to bring joy to people's lives. I didn't want to... I didn't want to offend anybody. I never wanted to offend anybody. I just wanted to bring people joy every day, like like Carly's license plate did for so many of us. <laughs> Yay! A venomous, invasive, neon yellow spider, something out of a nightmare, is spreading across the United States. As if we didn't have enough on our plate... With very high gas prices, inflation, a war, dandruff. Oh, and I forgot a pandemic. I forgot about that. Now we have a a spider spreading across eastern U.S., biting our faces. We got a guy named Rick who's in the story. Rick works at the Georgia Museum of Natural History. He knows a little bit about spiders. He's a manager over there, manager of spiders. Someone called Rick, asked Rick to come over to their house and take a look at this bizarre spider in 2014. Rick had no idea that this species would soon make a name for itself in the state of Georgia and beyond. It's called the Joro spider, J-O-R-O. It's the newest invasive species of spider in the eastern part of the United States with experts anticipating 
This Juro spider is going to spread, spread throughout the region, spread even to the Midwest, spread to the West Coast, spread north, spread that, spread, spread south, spread into the oceans, spread into your buttholes. Juro spider spread into your buttholes. It's going to be under your pillow, guys. Sweet dreams. The spider is beautiful, though. It's a medley of neon yellow, red and teal highlights. Oh, it's quite exquisite. It's as big as your palm. This is, a, this is enough to make any arachnophobe's skin crawl. But the spindly creature might offer some environmental benefits. Good, we want environmental benefits. What's it going to do? Clean up the yard for me? Pull the weeds? I hope so. Maybe it can eat plastic uh, and crap out cherries. That'd be pretty cool if a spider could eat plastic and crap out cherries. Can we build a machine that eats plastic and craps out cherries? I love cherries. And we need to recycle this plastic. There's too much of it. What kind of environmental benefits do we have here? Is the Juro spider going to eat all the cockroaches in my house? I will allow you to live in my house despite your venomous behavior and you being creepy and as big as my face. I will let you live in my apartment if you take care of the roaches. That's a good trade-off. I'll, I'll do that trade-off with any spider or any, any animal, really. I'll let a bat live in my apartment. Going to clean up the roaches? Go right ahead. You live here. Just stay out of my bedroom. It says here, Rick's encounter with the Joro spider in 2014 inspired a project to identify this strange spider and find out where it came from in the first damn place. Turns out, like a lot of invasive species, it's from, you guessed it, Asia. So much coming from Asia. So many invasive species coming from Asia. You know, what's that big snake in Florida? Didn't that come from Asia as well? Come on, man, with it with the invasive species. Well, this is what you get, man. You want cheap spatulas, you're going to get invasive species because they're going to ship that stuff over. Yay, cheap spatulas, only 25 cents. Well, you also get a venomous spider. Here you go. <laughs> Ooh, video games at a low cost. Oh, here you go. You get a bat. <laughs> Have fun with the bat, guys. Enjoy your video games. Try not to be bit by a bat from Asia. Yeah. Now, Rick says this... Spider may have been brought over in a shipping container that was dropped off along Interstate 85 in Georgia. Wow, they went all CSI on this to find out where exactly it came from. We think it came from a picnic basket that was brought over from a Chinese man. Ever since the spider was dropped dropped off in Georgia, Rick says the population boomed. Hundreds of emails from people asking, how do I exterminate these things? One of the most intimidating features of this spider is its large webs. They're so big that they can plaster your porch 10 feet deep. Wow, unbelievable. There's a quote from some guy who has them, has them on his farm, has them on his porch. He's not very pleased. His last name is Hudson. Last year, there were dozens of spiders. They began to be something of a nuisance when I was doing my yard work. This year, I have several hundred of these spiders. They actually make the place look spooky with all these messy webs. It's a scene from Arachnophobia. You know that movie, Arachnophobia? That guy named John's in it, the guy, the fat guy. John something. I think he was married to Roseanne. Isn't he? I think he's the guy. He's trying to be an exterminator. There's giant spiders in that movie. It's pretty good. It's pretty scary. I recommend it. It's pretty good. You look it up on uh, look it up on the uh, the interwebs. Probably on Netflix. Maybe I don't know. I ain't got Netflix. Ever since it went up to eighteen ninety nine a month, I said, "Screw you, Netflix. I ain't paying for this shit." Anyways, yeah, I got a lot of webs in my yard. Is what I'm saying. I enjoy the beauty of the spiders, but the swelling population by my house is getting overwhelming. I keep stepping on them, raking up the webs. I spray aerosol. Try to. I know they're pretty gorgeous. There's just too damn many of them, though. Whew. Now, the Juro spider's fangs are so small, they may not even manage to break human skin, according to National Geographic, meaning they aren't really considered much of a threat to humans. 
And scientists haven't seen any impacts to the native wildlife as a result of this spider yet. All right, very cool. Well, if you're in the area, please take a photo of this lovely spider and send it to me. I'd love to see it. Maybe a video. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, I've seen, I'm seeing the photos, but I'd like to see you with the spider. That'd be pretty cool. Not with your face near it, but like, I don't know. If you've got them growing out around your house, take a picture of this giant, these giant webs. That might be fun. Seems pretty cool. Well, the other thing that Georgia um, has to deal with in addition to this invasive spider species is uh, invasive Floridians that live next door. So watch out for those as well. They will also uh, bite your face. Hi, everybody, and thank you for being with me for another episode of Weird AF News, the only five-day-a-week weird news podcast. Booyakasha! How you like that? I make noises and stuff. It's pretty annoying, actually. I apologize. Trying to keep my accents going, though. Trying to give you quality accents, at least. I should probably take some lessons, but, eh, who's got time for that shit? Anyways, if you've ever sent me an email or a message, I appreciate you. Please keep them coming. Funnyjones at gmail.com or on Instagram at Funnyjones. Oh, yeah. Do it up. Also got a YouTube channel for the Weird AF News. It's uh, youtube.com slash Weird AF News. I posted a video this week. It's pretty cool. posted a video of me uh, talking about how to fix America's highways because I got some good ideas. I can fix shit. So I posted a video on there. You might want to check it out. It's pretty cool. Subscribe to the YouTube channel while you're there to get other videos. I'm going to start uploading more video content on there and uh, make it work. So check out that video, Jonesy Fixes the Highways. Of course, it's ridiculous, and of course, it's a little bit silly, um, but what else would you expect? You think I'm going to really attack it in a, in a completely serious way? No, no, no. i got to take liberties. i got to make jokes. So there's some, there's some stuff in there. It's, I, I like to think it's entertaining. And it's filled with artwork because I made some drawings as I... So, and I showed, I showed the drawings as I described the situation and how to fix it. So, all right, I'm rambling way too much. Ramble on way too much. And uh, what else? Okay, uh, the Patreon. Yeah, join the Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News, where you can uh, get extra Weird AF content. That's very important. I got some phone calls that I'm going to publish after this, including uh, I heard from the Florida man. So let's get the Florida man, the angry Florida man. And uh, if you want to call the show, the number six four six four five zero twenty twelve. I love you. Hey, Jonesy, this here's the uh, angry Florida man here. I know I ain't, I know I ain't been calling in lately, but uh, I just I just, I just got to let you know, man. I, I was up in New England, man, and, and and them people up there they had that that Franconian notch, uh, 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 old man on the mountain. You know, his nose fell off some years ago. You don't hear them trying to tell anybody that there's some type of superstitious spirit, Foxy Brown or whatever her name is, uh, from Japan in the rock coming out. To... Jonesy, I'm just saying, man, they had a rock. It was really neat, and it broke over there in Japan, and, and, and then they released the Pokemon. I'm confused with the story, Jonesy. What the hell is going on? Jonesy, I've been saying this for years. My dog is addicted to dog food, and I know why. Because once you taste the luscious flavors of the spiny fin dogfish, you heard me right, the spiny fin dogfish, which is a shark, Jonesy, it is a man-eating shark that runs about two feet long and ruins everybody's deep sea fishing, because if there's spiny dogfish around, there ain't no damn tuna. You know what I'm saying, Jonesy? This ain't no damn tuna if the spiny dogfish is around. So my dog Fido was going to eat the hell out of them sharks. Long live the dog food shark. 
Now, all right, I may have gone a little off the rails there with, 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 my, with my spiny dogfish talk and, and, and how my dog is, is addicted to kibble. I do believe that is one and the same thing because it says dogfish. I mean, they're called dogfish for a re- all right, all right, look, I'll just leave that one alone. I don't know what the hell you're talking about in Japan there with the special sorcery rock there the, with the Pokemon in it. But like I said, I, brought, I tried to make a correlation between that and, and, and the Franconia notch up there in New England where you're from. But, and, and neither one of them had nothing to do about nothing. You know what I'm saying, Jonesy? So what I, I've had some caffeine. I've had some caffeine today, Jonesy. I had some chock full of nuts mixed together with some Folgers crystals in a, in a Loctite bag. Not not one of them Ziplocs because, you know, I ain't got Ziploc money to be wasting on no damn coffee. But anyway, I put them all together in my Mr. Coffee. And hey, woohoo, Josie, I'm flying high. Take it easy. Yo, 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 what's poppin', Josie? It's your boy, man, a pod killer. Long time no speak, man. I, I still be tuned in to the crazy ass episodes, man. I see you still working, man. Keep up the good work for real, for real. I'm back in the loop and things on this app. I'm, it's great to see the OGs and hit me back. Hey, Jonesy, it's Luna from Texas, and um, I just listened to Monday's episode just a little bit ago, and you said something about asking. Well, I'm not sure if you were asking all of your audience how they found your podcast, but I'm going to answer anyways. Basically, when I was younger, I got bored and, like, said good morning to my Google Assistant, not thinking it would do something, but it did, so it told me to pick so it told me to pick a news routine, and your podcast was one of the, it was under either comedy news, or, it was under comedy or something, I think, I don't remember for sure, it was a little while ago, but like, yeah, basically, your podcast, it became part of my Google morning routine, which is how I found your podcast, so, um, yeah, anyways. Yeah, there's that part. And also, one more thing. One more thing. Let's tell you a weird story that happened on Sunday. So, I was sleeping in my room. Like, I was on my bed. My bedroom door was open because my parents opened it for some reason. Well, I was asleep. And the front door was open. Because they were, like, bringing in furniture or something, right? So, so they bring in the furniture. They bring in the furniture. Or they're bringing in furniture. Then the neighbor's dog gets out. So this dog, this dog is a sweet little thing. Like, it just, it runs into our house, into my room, and starts licking my face. And I was, and I was shocked because, like, we don't own a dog, first of all. Second of all, I was like, I yelled out the door. Like, I woke up and was like, Mom, did we get a dog? And then I had to give the dog back, sadly. Anyways. Thank you for listening to this ramblingness and um good luck good luck with your life, man.